and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money, work less, so you can enjoy even better work-life balance. And Backrack here. Today, we have a special guest with us who I think you'll find to have valuable ideas related to us using technology more effectively so we can be even more productive and possibly even accelerate the achievement of our goals that we've set for the year. Jessica Bledsoe is the co-founder and CEO of Paver, a digital calendar time management application. A graduate of the University of Louisville, Jessica has a proven entrepreneurial track record and nearly a decade of experience driving sales growth in the technology industry. Jessica was the recipient of the 2019 Rising Star Award by Women in Tech and is passionate about helping others use technology to improve their daily lives. And as you know, I'm all about improving our daily lives. Welcome, Jessica. We appreciate you joining us. Hi, Anne. Thank you so much for having me on today. Based on your experience, what needs to change with how we leverage our time so we can maximize it? You know, I think that we've kind of been conditioned to believe we have to just squeeze as much into the day as we can. And so we find ourselves with these calendars full of meetings and appointments and work that has to be done without ever really taking the time to really review that information and see if it's really pushing us towards our biggest goals. Um, so I think that the biggest thing that needs to change is just being a little bit more intentional with our time and what it is we're trying to accomplish with the time we have and realizing that it's OK to slow down. It's OK to have white space in our calendar. And, you know, it's, it's OK if we aren't filling every moment of our day with with productivity. What I tell my clients about having open space or white space is basically they can put something in there like cushion or free time or open time. But a lot of times I find that my clients, when there's blank space on there, it derails them or distracts them from making forward progress on what they want to do. It could even say go out and take a break and walk around the building, go do some push-ups against the wall, whatever it might be. But my philosophy is that every second of the day should be accounted for doing something, whatever that is. And it doesn't always have to be 100% work related. And what are your recommended three steps that we could take today for making time for what we really want? So I would recommend that the first thing that you do is get really crystal clear on what it is you are trying to accomplish. And what I talk about in my kind of process is what does success mean to you? Defining exactly what what success means to you, because if you ask me what my version of success is, it's probably going to be completely different than what your version of success is. So what does success look like to you? What does it mean to you? How do you feel when you've accomplished that success? Just get, get really clear on what that is so that as you are aligning your time with your intentions, you know what you're working for. So once you've gotten really clear on what success means, step two would then mean to bring to break that down into kind of smaller chunks that are a little bit more manageable. I really encourage people to kind of plan in quarters. I think you can get some really quick wins within 90 days that can add up to those big goals at the end of the year or however you want to manage your time. Um, and then once you've kind of broken it down, then take it and actually put it as an appointment on your calendar 
so that you make time to actually work on it. And you have to treat that appointment just like you would with anyone else who is really important that you were meeting with. I think when we make appointments with ourselves, those are always the first ones to go. Um, if something else pops up or someone asks us if we have time, we always kind of push those meetings with ourselves aside. So I think that once you set it on your calendar, you have to treat it like the important task that it is and don't cancel it or reschedule it unless you just absolutely have to. And if you can get in the habit of doing those three things, then I think you'll see that just by being more intentional with the time that you're spending, you're way more likely to actually achieve the goals that you're setting out to achieve. Yeah, I would totally agree with you, Jessica. I constantly tell my clients that an appointment with themselves is an appointment with a person and a person is important, just like a prospect, a client, someone who's special in your life. So when you schedule an appointment with yourself, it should have the same weight and meaning. Therefore, you have a higher probability to stick to those appointments with yourself. What is the research behind what makes our goals work versus what I think you call flopping? So I think the biggest point of research is that when you write it down, you are way more likely to achieve that goal. I think you're at, at least 25% more likely to achieve the goal just by writing it down. If you can then write it down and then set um, what we call implementation intentions, which is where you're taking it and you're putting it on your calendar, you're creating a date, a time and a place where you're actually going to work on that goal, then it rises from 25% to, to something like 60% that you're actually going to achieve that goal. And those are just really small steps that you can take, right? That you can just get really clear on what you're trying to do, create an appointment with yourself to work towards that thing, or delegate it to someone else on your team. If you have resources that you can leverage, definitely take advantage of that as well. But just making time for those things because we get so lost in our, you know, our day-to-day -day and those days go by real fast. And before you, you know, before you know it, you've ended another week or another month and you feel like you've not actually made any real progress towards those goals because you've just gotten wrapped up in the day-to-day -day and you're just putting out fires all the time. So by creating time and space to work on it, you're just way more likely to actually achieve what it is you're trying to do. Yeah, the stats are definitely in the favor of making sure you're writing everything down, you're crystal clear about your goals, and then obviously leveraging your time to really be on the fastest way to achieve those goals, or at least on a track that is intentional to achieve those goals. Explain the process of your intentional calendar mapping method. So it's really similar to those three steps that we just talked about, right? Getting the crystal clear on what success means to you, breaking down that success into actionable items. I really recommend that people use SMART goals for this. So making sure that your goals align into the SMART goal framework, taking that information, putting it on your calendar. And then the only last step is that once we have actually put our our success goals, we've set those implementations on the calendar, then we're also going to go in and we're going to fill in time blocks for everything else that needs to get done because obviously you're not you're not just creating time to work on your goals i know there are things that have to get done you have to check your emails you have to do the work that your clients are paying you for you have to make time to put out those fires but by making time for all these things you're ensuring that your day-to-day -day work gets done while also ensuring that you're making time to work towards those goals that you're setting for yourself in you know alignment with what success means to you so it's really just about being intentional with your time putting it on your calendar because the calendar really drives 
everything. I mean, how many people do you know that say, you know, if it's not on the calendar, it's not going to get done. Or I'm so sorry, I forgot about this. It, it wasn't on my calendar for some reason. So when the calendar is really driving all of that, it's really important to just put all of those things on there, make time for them, and then be intentional with spending that time doing the thing that you've blocked off. Yeah, I always uh, talk about the calendar really does drive everything. And in essence, I say, you know, assuming you have the right things in it, if the calendar could talk, it would just tell you what to do when, and you would say, okay, thanks calendar, on to the next thing. Exactly, I know, I mean, I struggled in the beginning with just like not even knowing what I needed to work on during my day. So when, you know, when I started my first business 10 years ago now, it was a, a service-based business. And I just some days would struggle with what does my focus need to be on, you know, today, if there wasn't something that was just screaming at me, how do I need to be spending my time? And I think by creating this method of just putting things on my calendar, I could sit down and I could say, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing for the next hour. And I could focus on that thing. And then the great thing about Paver is, is that you can then assign categories and labels to each of those calendar events. So you can run a report at the end of the week and see exactly how much time you spent in meetings or exactly how much time you spent on a specific client's project or exactly how much time you spent, um, you know, creating proposals and things like that. So it gives you a really detailed report of how and where you're spending your time so you can make adjustments. Because if you're spending 15, 20 hours a week in meetings, is that really the best use of your time? can you start saying no to things that aren't putting you in alignment with that vision of success that you created? So, you know, you're only as good as the data that you can give it, but with just a little bit more data into the calendar, we can get really great data out of the calendar and it can help us make more informed decisions about how to spend our time because, you know, there's really no reason that we all just have to be out here, you know, working and, and paying bills. And that's the only thing that we're able to do. I think that you're not defined by your work. You should have time to do the other things that matter to you. But again, we've just kind of been conditioned to believe that the only way to be successful is to hustle from sun up to sundown. And I just, I really don't believe that's true. And we created Paver as a way for you to really see and understand your time to make better decisions about how to spend it. Yeah, I also believe in work-life balance. So if you're not healthy or doing things to help you be a better person and human being for your health and mind and every every aspect of our bodies, it really doesn't serve us well. We can't be 100% in, in our job. So I totally agree with that. What are your best ideas or suggestions for helping us achieve our annual goal, whether it's business or personal? I mean, I, I feel like I, I might sound like a broken record here, but again, just be really intentional with that time. And I do I do teach people in my um, my intentional calendar mapping method not to just focus on work goals, but to create, you know, your your personal goals, too, because those are just as important and it all comes back to making time for them. And if you are going to accomplish a goal, you're going to have to make time for it. And by being really intentional with the time that you create to work towards that, you're going to achieve it, you know, and you're going to you're going to see those results. It's just so important to be intentional with the time that you have and to write it down to set those implementation intentions so that you know exactly when and where and how you're going to accomplish that goal. And just just adjust, just make small adjustments, you know, just reevaluate that every week or at the very least every month to see, did I do the things I said I was going to do to work towards this goal? And if not, is it because I didn't have time? And if that's the case, where can I adjust? Like, where can I adjust the time that I'm spending? If you can't adjust it, can you hire someone? Can you outsource? Can you delegate? Is there something that you can do to make the time? Because a lot of times what we'll find is we're spending time on unimportant things. We're saying yes to things that we should have said no for. 
And then it's just really easy to end up feeling resentful towards those things because you're not doing the things that you personally set out to do. And you're resentful of the time that you're spending because you realize that it's taking time away from the things that you really want to be focused on. Absolutely. We don't want to live life with any regrets, that's for sure. I like to ask my clients when they're really reflecting on their week, what can I do different, better, or not do to improve next week? So we always want to keep making progress and incremental improvements because it's about progress, not perfection. So I always like to have them reflect by asking, what can I do different, better, or not do to improve next week? Give us a, an idea of how we can get in touch with you to learn a little bit more about the paver. So the best way to find us is on our website. It's getpaver.com. That's G-E-T-P-A-V-R.com. And if you need a little bit of help just getting really intentional with your time, getting into the habit of putting all these things on your calendar, I would really encourage you to sign up for our free three-day challenge where I walk you through that intentional calendar mapping method. You get to a point where you're putting those things on your calendar. You're filling in with all of the other things that have to get done. And then I'm teaching you how to use Paver along with that process so that you can start to generate some of that data and start to understand where your time is going. Um, you can find that on our website as well, getpaver.com backslash challenge. And it's just a really simple way to spend it. I just need 30 minutes of your day for three days to kind of teach you this method and get you into the habit of putting these things on your calendar, treating them like the important appointments that they are and understanding how to evaluate your time. Great, any last thoughts that you'd like to share? I, you know, I think the last thing that I would say is I just I really want everyone to be able to work less and live more. And I want you to know that if you are an entrepreneur, that you can be successful both personally and professionally. You do not have to sacrifice your time for your business. You can find that balance there. Just get really clear on, on what it is you want that to look like and how you're going to get there and treat those appointments with yourself just like you would if it was, you know, the most important client in the world that you would never, never dream of canceling on. Excellent. Awesome. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me on today. This was great. Well, my hope for our time together with Jessica is that you got value and an idea or two that will help you be even more successful personally and professionally. Feel free to share my podcast with others as it can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And if you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, subscribe to the Accountability Minute which can also be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And always remember to aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day today and every day. I appreciate you listening.